Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt Lift Deep podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com. Reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithcasey.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm Carter McKenzie with a couple HLE team members here. We've got Eric, Larson, and Heather Morales. What's going on, guys? Not much, man. How's it going? Things are good, man. Things are good on the East Coast. How about out y'all, y'all's neck of the woods? It's way too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's cold where you are too, Eric. We've had a cold snap. It's been single digits for this all weekend and even this morning. It, it warmed up this afternoon, but should be back to our normal 40-degree sunny Denver winter. Sunny Denver winter. And Heather, you're on the west-west coast, yeah? Yeah, out in Seattle. And it's it's our rainy season, so we had a little bit of a break the last couple days, but it's very bitter cold here, so not a fan. <laughs> I want you guys to know 62 and sunny – and humid today in Georgia. Mm. Yeah. We'll change the pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like working out today. I was like pouring sweat. I was like, oh my gosh. Is yeah. winter over? I'm good on humidity. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool guys. Uh, this week we're talking injuries. Um, we're talking injuries that, that, you know, all of us are probably familiar with. I'm dealing with one right now with, with running and Eric, you, you are too. You're a little, little banged up sometimes. And Heather, you fix people as part yeah. of your living. So what better crew than uh, all of us together? So um, who wants to kick it off tonight? I'm curious what you're dealing with, with your running injury. I've also had one of those before as well. <laughs> I know. And I, like at this point, I feel like I've had every injury, uh, but I've got Achilles tendonitis right now. Dude, um, I have dealt with that. Have you had it before? Yeah. It's, this is a first for me, man. And it is debilitating. It's awful. <clears throat> Had that, and I had plantar fasciitis, which is just as awful. I had that for a year when I first got into running. That was terrible. Slept in the boot, did the whole thing. Yep. And you know what? That's a good one. Hey, we'll just t- we'll just jump into plantar fasciitis, right? <laughs> Heather, do you treat that at all with people? We do. We actually um, – so we do a lot of strengthening. Um, a lot of people stretch, right? But a lot of people don't think about strengthening, and then they don't think about their biomechanics of their foot or the type of shoes they wear. So that's a big one. You know, it's having the right shoes, having the right um, boot, especially if you're going to be out hunting. Um, Some people need inserts, so making sure you're getting those. Um, Strengthening, you know, we have a lot of programs for strengthening with HLE. So I always tell people, if you're sitting all day at an office, make sure you're strengthening the muscles that need to um, be working for you, not against you. So that's that's my biggest tip with that. but yeah, lots of adjustments, obviously, being a chiropractor. We adjust hips, knees, ankles, anything that could be attributing to plantar fasciitis too. Yeah. What did you do to fix it, Eric? I kind of went through all all that stuff. So I um, <clears throat> I heard it running too. Um, 
just too much, too fast. I, you know, I, I was, I'm kind of a seasonal run. I used to be a seasonal runner kind of guy, you know, su- spring, summer run a lot, fall, winter, just CrossFit. And then like, um, I just got into a, a kicking run or running kick and just started going, you know, in a couple of weeks, I was already up to like 10 miles and I'm a bigger guy. So like 10 miles on my feet, never had a foot ankle injury in my entire life. Um, I've always had flat feet. And then, so I learned a whole lot in the last couple of years about all this stuff too. So, um, stretching lacrosse ball. I had the, the boot I would use. I would ice it every single night. Um, get into the strengthening stuff. You know, you like the, it's the silliest thing, you know, you do toe exercises yep. and stuff like that. And you're like, this is ridiculous. It's not going to work, but it, it, it takes time, but it does work. Um, I also went with the custom orthotic route. So I'm a huge uh, fan of actually, I use sheep feet. And I use them in my daily footwear as well. So like when I go to the gym, I put them in my gym shoes. I go to work, I take them out and I put them in my, my dress shoes, um, my hunting boots, everything. Those to me personally have been the biggest is having a custom orthotic where you can support your arch. Um, and so you're, that is not flexing down and stretching it out because that's what happens is it just gets really stretched and beat up. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people will instantly go just the orthotic route going for like the, the quick fix kind of thing. And they'll buy the, the cheap, like generic ones. Um, and like, that's just not the way to do it, man. You have to strengthen those muscles. Like you have to address the problem first. And it's just like any other muscle group that you're training for, right? If you want your biceps to grow, right? <laughs> you just got to do the work, man. And you got to strengthen those muscles in your feet. Um, I remember like the, did you guys do the one where you like sit on the chair and you put the towel, like the towel down on the ground and you like do toe scrunches, bringing the towel oh, towards yeah. you. Yep. I felt so <laughs> silly doing that. And, and now I like preach it all the time. I'm like, that's, that's where it's at. Absolutely. I, I have a, a weekly routine that I incorporate foot ankle stuff every single week, not just strength training. It's all the little silly exercises you're talking about, little bands, toe exercises, lots of stretching. I do yeah. lots of stretching. I also do a lot of foam rolling of my calves because when they get tight, I will start to feel my feet tighten up. That's a good one. I didn't even think about that before we mass record here, but I bet a lot of people in the outdoors deal with plantar fasciitis, either training for getting ready to go for a Western hunt, you know, really upping your running or cardio too much, too fast. Like you said, Eric, that I'm like notorious for doing that every single year. <laughs> Yes, and I'll I'll never learn. Um, or like when you start rocking to train uh, for a hunt, like I did that with my for my Montana hunt this past fall, and I did the same thing. So I bet that's pretty prevalent. Yeah, those are like the two main causes from everything I gather. There's like it's it's overuse from running or overweight slash rucking with a lot of weight in in a big hurry, just putting extra pressure on there. You know, throwing extra eighty pounds on or whatever. And yeah. people aren't used to it. And the, and the footwork comes down to it too. So like I now, when I hunt, I use um, Lathrop and Sons. It's a very, it's a really stiff boot, um, but incorporated. They have their own insoles um, that I, I did use for one year and they were pretty good, but they just weren't enough for me. So I incorporated the sheep feet um, after that as well. So I kind of do a really stiff boot and an orthotic. It just literally saved my life. That's huge. Before we jump into our <laughs> tips that we had planned tonight, what what did you do for your Achilles tendonitis? I have to know. Stretch. Yeah. Ice. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. 
brutal. Rest. Yeah, dude, rest. That's a killer, man. (laughs) Everybody's like, you have to stop. And I'm like, ah. And if you can get massages or cupping, that's really helpful too. Is it? Yeah. Or even um, if you go to a, you know, you can go to a massage therapist or a chiropractor that does um, an instrument and then we'll go in there and they'll scrape it. That's another Mm -hmm. good one too. Just that area? Yeah, the calf, um, hip flexors too. That's another big one uh, that people don't realize attributes to it as well too. I guess it's all probably connected, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. I got a half marathon in a month, and now I can, like it hurts to walk. I'm like, come on. I I, w- I would really back off personally. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think I might have to. It, sh- <laughs> it showed my maturity the other day. I'm 30 in 14 days, and I I was about to go for my run, and I didn't go because I was my uh, it was hurting so bad on my warm up. So now I know I'm a, a mature individual. Instead of just doing it like a bonehead. <laughs> it's taken me a long time and I think I'm getting there too. <laughs> I'm, all right. All right. What are you guys uh, thinking for your tips tonight? I think mine is um, the biggest one is just the strengthening component. Um, you know, if there's a lot of free information out there on the internet. So you've got, back pain is a big one that I see obviously in my office. Um People sit all day in front of a computer or at a desk, and they don't think to strengthen before they go to their hobbies. Um, so that's that's probably my biggest one is find the right routine for you. And if you don't know, I mean, there's a lot of free information to look up out there. Yeah, even like, you know, I mean, YouTube's a great resource, man. You can learn how to... <laughs> fix your washing machine or you can learn how to fix your plantar fasciitis like relatively quickly. Like you're talking about, like the information is there kind of at your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah, You can, you can learn a lot of stuff with the internet. What do you see? This is just me being nosy Heather. What do you see like the most common, like right now, is there like a seasonal injury or like fix that you're dealing with more often than others Uh like in the winter? It comes in waves. I mean, I think the biggest thing is knee right now. Uh, a lot of snowboarding, skiing, um, snowshoeing, and you know, all the people that just got done with their hunting season are coming in with old injuries. Back pain is always a big one. Um, usually it's people that are sedentary and then they have these hobbies they do on the weekend, right? And they just think they're young again and just try to go at it. Um, and then shoulders, like another, another big one too. And you mentioned kind of before we press record, uh, a lot of people like kind of backpacking in your area mm-hmm. and may- maybe doing some rucking and yeah, that'll lead to injuries relatively quickly if you are not used to that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause most people, they, yeah, they, a lot of them have sedentary jobs or they have a trade job, right. And it's all repetitive stuff and they think, oh, I'm bent over all day long for eight hours a day. I'm going to go, you know, hike or ruck 10, 12 miles, no problem. And they don't do any stretching, any strengthening, and then give it a couple weeks and they're hurting really bad. And then now we got to fix an injury that's been there for a long time. So. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What's your, what's your secret weapon that you recommend to keep in your, in your backpack for any of those injuries? Uh, I like kinesio taping a lot. Um, just because I've actually been hiking and I've, you know, sprained an ankle 
or done something real stupid. And the tape has been amazing because you can tape it to get rid of the swelling or you could tape it to turn a muscle on and turn it off um, or, you know, any inflammation. And it's just, it's been great. And I actually will cut it into strips so I don't have to carry the whole roll of tape. So then I just tape myself up a couple seconds, put my boot back on and then I'm ready to go. That's a pro tip right there. I think anybody in the hunting or, you know, backcountry world needs to keep some K tape in their, in their med kit for sure. Yeah. It's one of the most valuable things in my pack for sure. Yeah. And could be like versatile as well. You don't have to use it just as K tape in a, in a situation you could, you could use it for something else too. So yeah, more bang for your buck there. Cool. Little thing on the rucking, I, I've been down that path before too. And everybody, you know, sometimes they think they're a superhero. Um, start light with your rucking, man. You know, throw 20 pounds on and do it three miles. I do that two or three times in a week and then bump up to 40 pounds and then work your way up. I personally don't. When I'm rucking in the summertime, I don't go more than about 50 pounds just because that's, that's a, it's a good load. Um, and then like maybe a couple weeks to a month before uh, elk season, I might go 80 pounds for short distances. It just puts a lot of extra strain on your body. Um, and personally, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't see the reason to, for people to go crazy because it does, you can get hurt pretty fast rucking. I've seen it before as well. Yeah. When we did our ruck challenge, the HLA ruck challenge in November, I had never rucked before. I'm like one of the few civilians on the HLE team. And like all these other guys on staff, like Derek and Luke and all these, you know, Evan and all these guys, big army guys and no big deal. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to smoke these guys because Derek and I get in these. All I care about is beating Derek in any of these competitions. <laughs> and he was a, he was a ranger. Like that was dumb. And I went at like full on, you know, hundred miles an hour at the beginning. And I had that Montana trip in three weeks and I felt muscles I didn't know existed below my knees relatively quickly with 45 pounds, which I was like, this isn't like nothing. This is going to be too easy. Right. I run so much like this is going to be no big deal. And I felt, I felt horrible. Like my, my legs were trashed and I had to stop actually, cause I didn't want to be on the mountain in Montana and not be able to pull through. Yeah, rucking, uh, rucking can take a toll on your body. You gotta, you gotta work up just like anything else. Like if you're gonna go bench press, like don't throw on two twenty five and just start ripping off reps. You, you know, you're gonna blow your rotator cuff out or whatever. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, start light, work your way up. Absolutely, for sure. Um, I guess my injury tip, um, a quick, a quick Google search tells me that forty four percent of hunting injuries every year are lacerations, which mm. makes a lot of sense to me. Um, whenever I'm gutting an animal without fail, this may has, have has happened to you guys as well, but I will cut, I will nick my fingers whenever I'm up in the body cavity, trying to cut out the heart or the lungs or the esophagus out of the diaphragm. I'm notorious for doing that. Um, lacerations. So that's a good one. Um, and that just reminds me of two things I always keep in my med kit. I always keep a tourniquet in my med kit, two tourniquets in my med kit, and then um, some quick clot for if anything got real serious or real deep and we needed to 
stop some bleeding real quick. But when I Googled that, I was really, I guess I was surprised. I don't know. I thought there'd be a little more diversity, but lacerations really taking some high percentages here. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I've, uh, I've cleaned a lot of animals in my life and I would say 95% of them. I have nicked myself. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Taking yeah. them apart. Right. right. Yeah. Especially like in the evening or like, you know, you're losing light, you're kind of getting in a hurry or you're tired and you get sloppy. Uh, that's not the time when you want to do that. Like I'm thinking about your elk hunt that you were on. That's, that's not where you would want. You guys were back in there. That's not yeah. where you want to have something bad happen. Yeah, we were very careful. Fortunately for me, my hunting partner is uh, he's a he's well, he's a lieutenant now, but he's a sheriff's officer and he's like SWAT EMT. Like he's very certified, so it's very handy to have a guy like that um, with you in the backwoods for sure. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, Heather, I want to hunt with you too. I could see how you could be clutch in camp. <laughs> mending oh, yeah. putting people back together every night <laughs> yeah. yeah just take me along to do that we'll be good <laughs> <laughs> throw your back uh taking out some L quarters and just yeah. get a good crack at night and you're good to go Heather yeah. my knees my knees <laughs> <laughs> I've adjusted some people in some crazy places so yeah it, it <laughs> can be I'm interesting sure. yeah that's awesome uh unrelated but what hunts are we looking forward to in 2023, guys? I'm going to do spring turkey. Come on. Um, <laughs> first one? A, well, so my very first hunt, yes, ever was last year, right? right. Um, I had the guided hog hunt. And now I'm like, okay, I, I'm all in it. So there's a bunch of gals and I going to go do spring turkey. And then uh, probably antelope um, sometime in Idaho. And then I have a guided hunt for elk in September here in Washington. Yes. What a lineup. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. I got a big year planned. Um, I'm dropping all my elk preference points here in Colorado on an archery hunt. Um, it's, it's, it should be, it's a really high success rate monster unit. So I'm hoping to put last year's bull to shame, which isn't the easiest be, feat. So that'd be impressive. So I, ha I have that coming up. Um, I'm also putting in for the Montana draw with my hunting partner. So I'm going to hopefully hunt Colorado elk the first half of the season or first half of September and then go up there with him the second half of um, September. Um, and then I have a potential antelope hunt with the team here. At Let's least I, I should be able to at least go up for like a, look the, the, the uh, October yeah, October 15th is a Friday. So at minimum, I should be able to go like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Nice. Um, and then we'll do our South Dakota mule deer trip again, uh, which is, I, that's my favorite hunt of the year. It's such a blast. There's bucks everywhere. They're just glassing all day. It's relaxed hunt. It's not like a crazy pack trip, you know, hunt. Yeah. Um, and then I have a couple more irons in the fire for like a late season, either uh, Colorado or Wyoming cow rifle hunt. Nice. And I might throw a Nebraska deer hunt in there in the mix too. So I'm, I'm going crazy this year. <laughs> yeah, busy, man. Yeah. Heather, you're going to kill an elk before I've even gone elk hunting. I hope so. <laughs> I do too. I hope I so too. <laughs> that's awesome. Where is that one planned? I'm sorry. So that's in Washington. Um, there's a guy out of Eatonville who is a big archery guy. So I'm really excited. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be good. Heck yeah. That's cool. 
Well, sweet guys. I think uh, I think that brings us to a pretty good stopping point here. You guys got any uh, closing thoughts about your injury tips? I guess my biggest thing, if you're dealing with an injury like yourself, <clears throat> Carter, uh, <laughs> back off and take it easy. You know, I mean, especially like if you're, you know, like if you're preparing for a hunting season, like for the most part. I mean, I, I, I keep in shape for healthy lifestyle, but I do really keep in shape for hunting season. There's a long way till season. So if there's something that's banged up right now, address it, back off, go see a chiropractor that, you know, like the, the soft tissue work that I've had done in the past, the cupping, the needling, um, the scraping has been amazing. Um, just take care of your body right now. If something's banged up, back off, don't push it. Yeah. Heather, what do you tell your clients? You got any words of wisdom? Um, yeah, that, you know, definitely find somebody that's going to help you and understand, you know, it's tough. I know when you want to hunt and you have to take time off, it's really hard. Um, I, I get the same way, like, especially with my other hobbies, it's really hard for me to rest, but find somebody that's going to help you get back into your hunting. Um, that's going to work with you find stretches, exercises to help you get there faster. Um, also, I mean, Eric, you know, this too, cause we've talked about it, but Find somebody that's going to look outside the box as far as treatments go too. you know, it's if a doc's always telling you surgery and maybe it's not, don't give up, you know, Google search somebody around you that's going to think about alternative treatments that'll help you get there quicker too than rehab. Yeah, I like that a lot. A lot of wisdom coming out of this one, guys. That's that's not the norm. (laughs) (laughs) At least not when Bobby's on. Shout out to Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. Appreciate you guys jumping on. Heather, where can uh, we find you on Instagram? Uh, it's Dr. Heather Morales, and it's just Dr. Heather Morales. Um, I'm usually on there all the time, more than anything. So Nice. And Eric, where can we come find you, man? I am at Training for the Hunt, one word. Yes, Training for the Hunt. Good inspiration on both these pages, guys. Go check them out. Uh, listeners, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.